Hi there. Have you ever wondered why people seem so divided in their opinions these days, especially in politics? Well, let's discuss this today, but with the added extra that you'll be enhancing your British English skills as we go along. Today, I'm covering vocabulary words for abstract ideas. That's A-B-S-T-R-A-C-T. Things which we talk about that aren't physical items, not things you can see or touch. This podcast contrasts with podcast 693, the one I gave you on Monday, where we worked on vocabulary for physical items in your kitchen. And I'm interested to know, are opinions so fiercely divided in your country too? In the UK, it's noticeable just how polarised people's views have become. The word polarised, P-O-L-A-R-I-S-E-D, means grouped at opposite ends of the range of the spectrum. If you think of people as having a range of opinions, like a long line with different opinions along it, there are, of course, more extreme views towards each end of the line. The extremes, E-X-T-R-E-M-E-S, as we call it. We might call two opposite ends of a line poles, P-O-L-E, a bit like the North Pole and the South Pole are opposite ends of the Earth, and from that comes the word polarised, meaning grouped at opposite ends. You might say opinions in the UK have become polarised, and this seems to be getting more and more so. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. In politics, for example, we talk about being on the left or on the right. And this is how we might describe politics in any country. We might use the terms left-wing and right-wing. In the US, the Republicans are right-wing and the Democrats aren't exactly left-wing to us perhaps, but they're left of the Republicans, let's say. And we talk also about centre or middle ground politics. You'll perhaps be familiar with these ideas and these terms. I think even if you have a small interest in politics or you've studied history, you'll know this. But it's good to have the English vocabulary for these ideas. And what I'm discussing today is the trend towards polarised opinion in politics, but on all kinds of issues too. Opinions are polarised. And I don't think this is helpful. Before I get into that, don't forget that if you're enjoying this podcast and your English is benefiting from listening, there are hundreds more Adept English podcasts on our website at adeptenglish.com. For a very small fee, you can download hundreds of podcasts to your mobile phone, which is great for your English language learning. It means that anytime, any place, anywhere, you can do your English language listening. And it means that you're more likely to stick to rule three of the seven rules of Adept English. Use your dead time to do your English language learning. Don't forget adeptenglish.com courses page. That's where our podcast bundles are. About 10 to 15 years ago, UK politics was more of a calm sea with Labour, 
and the Conservatives sailing in the middle ground. The complaint in the UK then was that politics was very middle ground and there was little difference between the two main political groups or parties. The main political parties in the UK are Labour, L-A-B-O-U-R, and the Conservatives, C-O-N-S-E-R-V-A-T-I-V-S. Labour are more left-wing and the Conservatives, currently Rishi Sunak's party, are more right-wing. 10 or 15 years ago, there seemed to be much less difference between Labour and the Conservatives, and UK politics was very middle ground. When it came to voting, sometimes people complained there was little difference between the parties. Perhaps compared to now, those times seemed relatively peaceful. People were less worked up, less exercised perhaps by the issues of the world. But since then, it's gone from being a calm sea to a stormy ocean where people's opinions are more divided, more polarised. Why is that? And is this happening in your country too? I'll give you some more examples. People have varying opinions on the COVID vaccine. That's V-A-C-C-I-N-E, the injection which many people had to protect them from COVID. So there are people who tend to be on the left, who continue to support the vaccine programme, who still get their vaccines and cannot understand anyone who doesn't. And at the other end, there are the anti-vaxxers, often spelt V-A-X-X-E-R. These are people who might never have had the vaccine and their reasons range from worrying about allergic reactions to what we call conspiracy theories, meaning ideas that there is another intention, another purpose behind the vaccine, usually that is rather dark. That's a conspiracy theory. One example was that the government might have been putting microchips into everyone's arms so they can monitor us. Clearly, most sensible people know that that's not true. The problem is that if you express a viewpoint in the middle ground, a questioning viewpoint perhaps, people very easily respond as though your views are extreme because you don't think exactly the same way as they do. So if you choose not to get your vaccine, you must be an anti-vaxxer. Or if you do get your vaccine, you're just following directions unquestioningly blindly perhaps. If you do more research, you'll find that there are some compelling arguments which go against the mainstream narrative, the official story. And these are interesting and sound as though they could be true, but also they are unproven. As far as climate change is concerned, people are sometimes seen to be wholly behind every idea that supports the need for carbon reduction. And some people are climate change zealots. A zealot, Z-E-A-L-O-T, means someone who's a massive and extreme supporter of an idea. That's a zealot. So there are people so convinced of the climate change emergency that they pin themselves to signs above our motorway, stopping the traffic for hours on end. Or they throw soup at a Vincent van Gogh painting. I think there's an effect that People at the extremes tend to grab the headlines, tend to be covered in the news. And the idea that the majority of people might have viewpoints in the middle ground can seem to get lost sometimes. Also, it might be that if you're in the middle ground, 
the more extreme ends of opinion would see you as ill-informed or not doing enough for the climate, not caring enough. And at the other end of the spectrum, you're a climate change denier. And there are climate change deniers who think that climate change is completely made up and there is no problem at all with fossil fuels and continuing as we are. To me, clearly the middle ground between the views of climate change zealots and climate change deniers is where the interesting discussion happens. At the extreme ends of opinion, it's all about beliefs which cannot be questioned. It's about conviction. People are already convinced of something and it means they don't listen to other viewpoints or to actual data. The word for this way of seeing things, this narrative in English, is dogma. D-O-G-M-A means you've got a fixed opinion. In the middle ground, at least questions can be asked. We can look critically at the scientific data. But it can feel really difficult to have these discussions. It can even feel hard to ask intelligent questions. And in the UK on some topics, it can feel as though expressing any opinion is almost dangerous. If you express a viewpoint, which one side or the other can be taken as being against their viewpoint, you will be characterised as being at the opposite extreme. I find I think about this when making podcasts, as this is particularly so online. I'm here primarily to teach you English, but I do like to make the podcasts interesting. And with that comes perhaps some danger. If I express a viewpoint that some people disagree with, what's going to happen? I'm not here to offend anyone. I'd rather just teach English. But I find there are subjects I choose not to talk about because opinions are so divided. Why is it like this? Is it the influence of social media? For years, people have disagreed or agreed on forums like Twitter, now known as X, of course, or on platforms like Reddit. People have enjoyed or been compelled by arguments with people with a different viewpoint online. But of course, these viewpoints can then be characterised or represented as extreme and therefore not OK. It's easy to make that allegation about someone that they're extreme. The words are all there in English. And perhaps it's this influence of social media and its extremes that creeps into wider society and wider conversations. So terms like a Twitter storm, which I guess now would be an X storm these have come about because of this phenomenon. A Twitter storm means a raging argument between two groups of people who have opposing opinions. Or another reason, perhaps? Those times of middle ground politics that I'm remembering from 10 to 15 years ago, compared to now, those times were relatively peaceful. People were less worked up, less exercised, perhaps, by the issues of the world. Since then, there's been the 2008 financial crash, the cost of living crisis, climate change, moving into being described as the climate change emergency, Black Lives Matter, Me Too, the pandemic, and the various wars and conflicts that are going on around the world. Perhaps all of these things in our world, this polycrisis idea that I introduced in podcast 685, perhaps they make people more anxious, more scared. And just like individual human beings, 
living in a worrying, anxiety-making world, they tend to cling to the black and white ideas to one extreme viewpoint or another. Perhaps it feels safer where there seem to be definites, dogma even. And perhaps as a society, we're getting like that too. We cling to definites, to strong specific viewpoints, because the world is frightening, even when there is evidence that supports a more middle ground, more nuanced discussion and viewpoint. What do you think of this? Is it happening in your country too? Is it something you see or do you disagree? And don't forget to take part in our polls on Spotify. Email us or leave us comments on our website or whatever platform you use to listen to Adept English. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.